welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast. This is probably going to be one of the last few episodes of the 2021 podcast season, season one, and I just could not be happier. As I always say, I know you probably hear it so much, I'm always like, thank you, thank you, thank you, but seriously, thank you for listening, thank you for relating to every single thing that I post on this, well, talk about on this podcast. And thank you, as always, for all of your support. If you are here, I'm very grateful to have you as a part of this Live Your Damn Life family. And I would just hope that you really are just taking every single thing that we talk about on this podcast and creating the best possible life that you can have for yourself. So today, I am going to be talking about some habits that I kind of like to do right before I'm transitioning from the old year to the new year. And I know it's really cliched. A lot of the times we are like, oh, wow, it's just January 1st. There are people who are like, okay, it doesn't mean anything. And I know it's really cliched, but it really is such a good point for you to really just sit down and reevaluate your life and just see how can you move forward in the direction that you actually want to go in instead of falling back with some habits that you might have retained in the previous year. So that's what this podcast episode is about. So this is kind of what I do right before I start transitioning from the old year to the new year. So half of the things on this list I did this week and the other half of the list, I kind of leave it for either today or tomorrow. Not for any reason in particular, but I'm just kind of being lazy right now. So yeah, so let's start. The first thing that I do is think about how can I contribute to someone else's life or what can I do? And maybe this can look something along the lines of donating to a charity or helping out with a cause or just doing something for someone else. It doesn't have to be a really big act. So what I did this year was donate a lot of my clothes. At one point in time, I thought about thrifting. I thought about doing things like that, like having my clothes that I no longer wear that are in really, really good condition thrifted in some way. But then I figured, okay, let me just donate these clothes because there are people who really need clothes and who don't have access to a lot of the things that we take for granted. So I sat down one day and I went through all of my clothes and I always think I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep this because I'm going to wear it at some point in time. But the reality is when I did this a year ago, I did not touch that particular top or dress or whatever it was. So I knew at that point in time, I was just holding on to it for the sake of holding on. So I gathered together about two to three bags of clothes that I wanted to donate and I found someone who was able to donate it to people in need and I just felt really good about that because I actually got some clothes for Christmas and I just felt like how good would it be just to see what you don't use or what stuff that's in really good condition but that you can still donate as well. 
And I just wanted to do that going into the new year just to say, okay, I'm just doing this. I'm not going to hoard and I'm not going to keep things. And these things are better off in someone else's life because they probably have more need for it than I do. So I got together a lot of the clothes that I did not wear anymore or that maybe I had outgrown and I put it together and I donated it. And I really love doing that. That's like a tradition that I do at the end of every year, just get everything ready and just even stuff like shoes and anything that I want to donate and I would just send it off so that they can find amazing homes by people who actually you know need it and who would really really appreciate it so you can find something like that to do it doesn't have to be donation of clothes maybe you have I don't know a pet or you have a sibling who's younger and who has toys or pet toys or food or just anything that you have extra off or that you feel like you don't really need or someone else could really benefit from, then I encourage you to do that as well because it's such a good thing to do to always just keep that habit of donating and giving back within our lives. The second thing that I do that's kind of along the same lines except not because it's actual trash that I'm keeping in my room I declutter and this does not necessarily mean just decluttering the physical but also stuff that is probably on my mind as well. So let's get into the physical. So I would go through my room and I would just throw away all of the garbage and sometimes like when I'm finished with this action I can't believe how much rubbish came out of my small room because my room is pretty small and I would see like like I remember when I put the garbage bags outside my mom was just like what is in those garbage bags and I was like it's rubbish and she was like all of that came out of your room and I said yeah it did because I was hoarding so much things that I had absolutely no need for and that was straight up just rubbish there's no way to sugarcoat it I was a hoarder of the rubbish so I decluttered everything I didn't even look twice I was like okay there was this lip kit thing that I got probably like four to five years ago as well as some of these face masks that I knew expired but I still had them in a pouch I don't know for what reason and I just threw away everything everything that I didn't want to carry with me in a new year and it helped so much because when I saw that trash that literal trash I felt so much better my room felt lighter it was just such a good feeling to just declutter and just not go into the new year holding on to so much things another thing that I wanted to declutter was my thoughts and I noticed might be weird and you might think how on earth but this is something that I'm working on so I'm not perfect I don't come onto this podcast thinking that I have everything figured out and that I'm here to inspire you because I'm this perfect person in reality it's actually the opposite I go through so many different struggles I have so many things that I'm constantly working on but it's the fact that I choose to come on here and be vulnerable and to talk about these things in hopes that we can all just relate because we are all human and chances are whatever I'm going through, you are probably going through it in some way or form, not necessarily the same thing, but something that we can all relate to. So a practice that I heard was really good to go into the new year with is to sit down with yourself and think about what is stuff that you are holding on to? And to be honest, I feel like if I'm still holding on to so much, there's so many things in my life that happen and that are still continuing to happen that I hold on to because I'm so affected by it or I'm so hurt by it. And I feel like if I don't want to carry that. So I remember reading a story once about the invisible backpack that we carry on our backs. And this invisible backpack, every single thing that you are holding on to 
is like a rock and you tend to put these rocks in your backpack and you're going through life and if you just take a moment to just consider what that means just picture yourself walking trying to get further in life and trying to do different things and you are constantly weighed down by this heavy backpack with all of these rocks this emotional baggage all of these different things that you are carrying so decluttering your mind or decluttering your imaginary backpack is something that I think that we should do so whether it's something that happened this year that you felt is weighing heavily on you or maybe it's not a rock it's a boulder in your backpack Take the time to sit down with yourself. You can light a candle, you can drink some tea, you can journal, whatever it is. You can even come to one of my yoga classes. We do a lot of release. Just write down what is it in your backpack that you want to unpack and that you want to just leave. So decluttering your physical space and your emotional and mental space as well is really good going into the new year. Another thing that I love doing is making sure that I don't have any outstanding projects So projects obviously can continue from one year to the next, but anything that I feel like I wanted to complete by 2021, if it's within my means and if I like can complete it, then I try to complete it. So let's just say I wanted to record this podcast, for instance, I wanted to record like three episodes before the year came to an end. I want to make sure I sit down and find the time if that is what is important to me going forward with the new year, then I would sit down and I would write down all of the outstanding projects that I have and how I can make steps to either complete them or maybe just get ahead a little bit so it doesn't feel as if I've completely abandoned them or I didn't make any headway at all on these projects. So going through your planner, going through your project list, your idea list and I do talk a lot about how I organize my ideas on my list. I think that is the one where, this is why I name my podcast episodes the one way because it's actually the one where I talk about productivity and apps and stuff that I use. So I would go through those apps and I would see if there's anything outstanding that I can finish or clear off. Maybe it's just one thing that was left to do on that project list and I was just (laughs) dilly-dallying. Then I would clear that off. So that's another thing that you can do moving forward into the new year. And speaking about the new year, you don't want to go into the new year very helter-skelter. So what I love doing is making sure that I have my planning supplies. So my notepads, my calendar, my planner, whatever it is that you use, make sure that you have it in advance because you don't want January 1st to start and you are scrambling, looking for a planner. I love using physical planners as much as I love using digital. I think that personally, right now I love physical more. I'm trying to make this switch to completely digital because there are times when I am somewhere and I would get a call and somebody would ask if I'm available at this time and I actually just tell them, I need to go home and check my book. (laughs) So I am trying to, you know, convert fully to digital, but I still love the idea, the old schoolness of writing stuff down and scratching it off. I find great pleasure in doing that. So I always make sure that I'm fully set. I have my wall calendar, my booklet calendar my notepad and my weekly planner which is what I use to plan every single thing and that's also in the episode with productivity as well if you want to listen to that that's a good idea because it will give you an idea of how you can plan if you want to be a little bit more productive so I always make sure I have my planning supplies and what I do I don't just buy the planning supplies and wait for January 1st to 
think, oh my God, what am I going to do? I have to start. So what I would do is actually just plan a very brief overview of January. So I know that in January, I want to film more stuff for my app. And let's just pause here for a second. If you are new to this podcast, I have an app and it's amazing. I also have a free 21 day yoga challenge starting January 1st. So if you're listening to this, go download my app. Even if you're halfway through January and you somehow decided to listen to this podcast about the new year, go download my app. I'm going to put the link in the notes for this podcast so you can check it out. The 21 day free challenge is going to be 100% free. So you have 21 classes to try out and it's in the form of a challenge. So you are inspired and motivated to, you know, do it step by step and get it done. And there's also this little inspiring streak page where it gives you a streak if you are doing any classes consecutively. And it just is exciting to keep track of your streak and to not let that number go down. So yeah, you can check that out as well. So I actually plan my month and sit down and say, okay, this is what I want to get done. This Maybe I want to take a little mini vacation. Maybe I want to take a little bit of rest or just anything that I want to plan out, if I want to plan out my Zoom class schedule, my in-person schedule, my nail appointments, just anything that I want to do as a quick overview for January, I would do that before January starts. And that helps me so that when January first comes, I don't sit down gaping. I know exactly the overview that I have for myself and what I want to get done. And then it's down to the nitty gritty of how I'm actually going to schedule and do these different things. And that comes obviously as the days go by and you plan day-to-day activities. So speaking of the app and the challenge that I just spoke about that was free, another habit that I love doing before the new year starts is finding a challenge to do. Now, this doesn't have to be my 21-day free yoga challenge available on iOS and Android, but (laughs) it can be something that you want to do on your own. So maybe you saw a journaling challenge and you want to journal for the month of January or you want to see where that leads you. Find a challenge. So it's very difficult sometimes when you start January and you want to be productive and you just don't have a way to jump right in and do it and I feel like having a challenge really helps you because you have something to look forward to you have something to hold you accountable to and you just have something to motivate you so search for challenge maybe you want to start crocheting or maybe you want to start doing these different things just see if there's any challenges or any things and there are a bunch of free ones like just see if there's anything that you want to do and it doesn't even have to be for the whole month of January it could be a waking up early challenge which brings me to my next thing that I do before the new year besides looking for challenge to join is creating one small tiny habit for the new year in the step towards the direction that I want to be in. So for instance, I feel like I was mega lazy this year and because I'm working from home and I don't have to answer to anyone and I don't have to be in an office for for a particular time, I found myself being very lazy in terms of waking up, not between the hours of six to seven, but sometimes I'd wake up like eight, one day I woke up like nine and I just don't like how I feel when I do it at that point. Now, I'm not saying never wake up late because there are days when I want to wake up late and I actively choose to do so because I need rest and because I don't want to be completely, you know, crazy about I need to wake up at this hour like a drill sergeant for myself. So somebody actually told me that if you have a cat, it makes you sleep more and I I feel like it's happening to me. (laughs) So 
One little tiny habit that I want to introduce is at least waking up about half an hour earlier than I do and that helps me so much because a lot of people go into the new year thinking I want a hundred different new habits, I want to drink more water, wake up early, go to the gym, run, eat healthy, eat salads like 10 times for the week and do all these different things and you are setting yourself up for failure. No matter what people say, habits takes time to cultivate and if you do too many things at the same time, it's you're not going to get any progress. So one small thing that you want, I also want to drink more water because I'm dehydrated AF. (laughs) So I am just going to introduce either one or two small habits that I want for myself. Nothing dramatic that is going to change the course of my life from December 31st to January 1st, but something small. So that is another thing that I like. So I get my plan and supplies. I get my habit for the new year and I join a challenge that will keep me on track. Another thing I love doing is making sure that I have my gratitude journal because I have for the past two years actually I've been really really consistent and I feel like if it's changed my life so much I write in my gratitude journal every single day every morning and every night and I make sure that I really keep a record of my affirmations for myself my gratitude what I'm grateful for what happened throughout the day So there are a ton of different options available and I feel as if you really should put that in place, especially if you did not have it as a habit before, this can be one of your new little habits that you introduce and it's something as simple as journaling. You don't even need an expensive journal. You can just have a blank one and you can just write your gratitude in or your daily affirmation. So I love having that ready. I actually bought mine about a few months ago just to make sure that I had one in my hands and I've been using it consistently so it's not like I'm buying a new one for January 1st I'm just continuing but if you are now starting make sure that you set aside a book maybe set up your nightstand and I talk about this in my nighttime productivity routine and make sure that you have that set up so you have your gratitude journal you have your nightstand and you set yourself up for this little habit that i think that everyone should have and that is the habit of gratitude so i always make sure that i have my pen and my journal ready to start the new year before the new year starts i also love clearing away my goals and affirmations ball i always do this at the start of the new year because I would have accomplished some of the things on my wall and I want to really be clear about what it is that I want going forward into the new year. So for instance, last year I would have written something like started a clothing line or created an app or different things on my little list. So I have like a lot of different sticky notes. It's probably about 20 and I would just write down what I want to manifest. So it's like an affirmation slash manifest wall and I am just shook sometimes to see how many things actually come true and that's when I started to fully understand the power of writing it down looking at it and manifesting it which is why I stick it up so it's on the wall behind my door and so only like I could see it as I wake up in the morning and I'm next to my dresser and as I go to leave my door or as I enter my room I just quickly look at my my manifest wall and I just repeat some of the things out loud or just stand there for a second and visualize it. So what I like doing is clearing away all of the ones that I had for this year, really taking a moment to reminisce and to be proud of myself for the ones that I've completed and to really just encourage myself to just think about what it is I want exactly going into the new year. And I am extremely exact when it comes to this. I would write down how much money I want to make for the like as a monthly salary for myself because I am a 
self-employed so I do want to make a note of what are my goals in terms of what salary I want to make for myself what new products I want to buy so for instance I had on my list last year I remember and I cannot believe that it came true I don't even know how but I had on my list that this year I wanted somehow to get a new phone a new laptop and a new camera and I started off the new year getting a phone because my phone was completely ruined. So I got that and then my old laptop that I'd been like that I'd been using ended up the volume button, something was wrong with it and any battery ended up going completely haywire and I could not use the laptop unless it was fully plugged in, which was really affecting my workflow and my Zoom classes. And this is not like I'm writing down materialistic things that I want, but I really needed these things to move forward with content creation, to move forward with being self-employed and having to work digitally a large portion of the time. And somehow I ended up getting that new laptop and I couldn't believe it because it, I had written it and I'd manifested it on my list and I got the new laptop. And just last week, I got the new camera that I've been eyeing for so long and I, I look back on my manifest wall and it's sometimes it's like you don't even remember writing these things down because it's a whole year ago that I wrote these things down. Of course, throughout the year, I write down little things that I want to manifest as well throughout the year. But from the get-go of 2020 going into 2021, I'd written these three things down. I also wrote down that I wanted a matte black Jimny but you know, that didn't happen as yet. So it's going to have to move over into my 2022 or maybe my 2029, but you know, who knows? So I replace all of those and I sit down and I ask myself the important questions. What do I want? Do you want to travel? Where do you want to travel? Is this the salary that you want? Are these the things that you want to accomplish for yourself? Is this the relationship that you want? Like just every single thing I want to manifest. So I want to have or goals or just, just affirmations for myself. I want you know, a thousand subscribers monthly to my app, just different things, exactly what I want. And I write it down and I stick it up on my wall. I think this is the most important thing. This is the thing that I look forward to the most because I look forward to seeing how far I've come from a year to now. And I also look forward to writing down exactly what I want. So the universe is like your own version of Siri. That's a quote I heard a while ago and I really, really love it. It's like your own quote. What, what was I saying? Yeah, it was a quote. It, the universe is like your own Siri and you just have to ask it exactly what you want. Ask for exactly what you want and it will be yours. It's already yours. You just need to have it in mind and constantly just manifest it for yourself and work towards it. So the affirmations wall, the renewal and the clearing of the wall is a process that feels so therapeutic and one that I love to do in fact I have everything set up my scotch tape on my little notepad and I can't wait to do it I'm gonna do it tomorrow so yeah I will update you all if you don't follow me on Instagram you should this is just a plug at the Paris James where I share random things <laughs> mostly yoga if you want to really follow my finster which is for random things that is at your girl PJ uh, I don't know if much people know about that profile I might change it to my actual Paris James name at some point in time but yeah if you want to like the behind to get the behind the scenes you can go there so yeah so I have two more things that I do before my new year starts and it kind of ties in with my affirmations or manifest wall and that is thinking about what goals that I have and actually redefining myself so there are a lot of times we think that you know we don't need to change or we don't need to a lot of times sorry we think that we have not changed but the reality is that we do grow and we do have different things 
about ourselves that we need to really consider. So for instance, I like to sit down and define or write down what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, what's my passion, what personality traits, you know, changed over the year. And I really like making a note of exactly defining who I am at this point in time because you are not the same person. You grow and you evolve. And my strengths are not the same as my strengths from last year. And the personality or the the passions that I have are different. So another passion that I have is traveling. And that was not a huge thing for me last year because of the whole pandemic. So I'm writing down like this is what I'm passionate about traveling and teaching yoga workshops in these different places. And I sit down and I redefine myself because you don't have to be the same person you were yesterday and you can move forward and you can want different things for yourself. So I just write those things down. Like one of the strengths or that I that I have now that I want to continue working on is just having a voice for myself and being able to speak up. So I write down how do I define myself? And if you are confused about how to do this, you can follow those four things, your strengths, your weaknesses, your passions, any new things that you have going on for you, any personality changes that might have happened or that you affirm for yourself at this point in time. And it's important to kind of keep track of that, of where you are as a person going through these changes and growing and moving and glowing forward (laughs) in whatever direction you are heading. So I like to sit down and really be honest with myself and think, okay, these are traits that I, I kind of want to leave behind in 2021. And maybe that's comparing myself too much to other people or taking on all of the things that are said about me on social media. If there's anyone who's seeing things about you or who's doing certain things, sometimes I really take it too hard. And that's something that I want to leave behind because that has no place in my life. And whatever people are saying or, you know, thinking about you really is part of their story and something that they are working through or going through. So, you know, stuff like that, I like to write down what I want to leave behind and what I want to work on or grow more into the person that I see myself being. So that's a journaling exercise that you can do. The last thing that I want to do before I start my my new year is to have a bucket list for myself and to just set aside what I really want in terms of self-care for myself. So a lot of the times we go into the new year and we think these are the goals I want. I want to make this much money and I want to do these things and I want a new job and I want a new promotion. But we never stop to think what you want for yourself in terms of self-care. So for instance, I want to, I like having my nails done because I feel like I use my hands so much in videos and in filming and I have this terrible habit of just having really ugly nails so I want to do my nails and I want to get gel nails done I mean it might sound superficial but that's what helps me going into the new year just doing something for myself and something that I can look forward to And that really motivates me and gives me a lot more confidence. So I do want to have things like that written down from advance so I know that I'm not taking myself for granted. So that's what I want you to do. Really look at yourself and think, how am I taking myself for granted and what can I do to improve on my self-care? And it can be something as fun as writing a bucket list for yourself. So I think I want to have... A lot more traveling experiences next year for myself and that might be you know taking one vacation every three months and making it a really nice one or whatever it is I see for myself but I write that down on my bucket list and I make sure that I have that bucket list so in addition to all of the things that you want to accomplish in your life you also have the things that you want to do for yourself in terms of enjoyment and relaxation and self-care which is equally if not more important so that 
is the end of this podcast episode. So I'm just going to briefly recap so that recap, what does that even mean? I'm going to briefly recap so that you, if you didn't catch anything or you want to hear it over, I'm here for you. Don't worry. The first thing that I do is donate or find a cause to work towards. I also declutter the garbage in my room and my physical space as well as my mental and emotional. I clear away any outstanding projects that I have. I get my plan and supplies and I plan my month of January so I don't feel overwhelmed. I also find a challenge to join and create one or two small habits that I want going into the new year. I also have my gratitude journal and my bedside table set up so that I can have productive morning and night routines. I redo my affirmations and manifestation wall. I also sit down with myself honestly and think about any traits that I want to work on or things that I don't see myself carrying in the new year. And I lastly, I think about my bucket list, what I want to do for self-care and what I want to do for myself. So you can take this podcast, you can listen to it. I really hope that you do because doing these things really makes you excited and not overwhelmed for the new year, especially if you take it step by step. So if you have any old years, new years traditions that you want to share with me, my DMs are always open. You can message me on Instagram. You can find me there. You can even send me an email, just whatever it is you want. If you want to reach out just to say hi or you want me to record episodes on something, always feel free to reach out. I'm very friendly. You can approach me. So yeah, that is the end of this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it and that it made you excited and motivated for the new year. Thank you so much for listening. And I really do hope that you are going to live the year 2022, live your damn life, live the best version of yourself. And yeah, that's it for now. Thank you for listening again, and we will talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.